Hey friends, Don Immel here. As we continue to navigate the global health crisis that seems to dominate the focus of our attention, there are several matters that we'd like to share with you. First, we receive daily requests asking for guidance about conducting worship services. At this time, we are encouraging our churches to cooperate with local, state, and federal guidelines for holding public gatherings. A few days ago, the CDC recommended that all gatherings over 50 be suspended. Less than a day later, the president recommended that no groups of more than 10 meet together. These recommendations necessarily imply that typical worship services should be temporarily suspended. It is our position that our churches should comply with these recommendations for three reasons. First, the health and safety of vulnerable individuals compels us to be considerate of not only those who attend our services, but also of those who might casually come in contact with them at home or in other contexts. Secondly, there's a matter of liability to which churches expose themselves if they negligently disregard these publicly accepted guidelines. In other words, it's not beyond our imagination that a lawsuit could be filed if someone felt that they or their loved one contracted the coronavirus as a direct or indirect result of your worship gathering. Thirdly, our testimony for Christ could be negatively impacted by disregarding common sense approaches to reduce the spread of this highly contagious virus. There are some who have expressed that we should be people of faith and therefore disregard uh, these recommendations of medical professionals. Our Assemblies of God bylaws give some guidance. In Article 9b, Section 12, we are instructed that Assembly of God ministers shall not represent medical advice and or treatment as a lack of faith in God's power. This, we believe, is not only good counsel for our ministers, but for all of our leadership teams and congregants as well. The words of the Apostle Peter in 1 Peter 2.13 seem apropos. It says, Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as bondservants of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. During critical incident training a few years ago, one of the instructors gave our class some good advice. The instructor had responded to the 9-11 crisis in New York City, and he was pastoring at the time. He counseled his parishioners to limit the amount of time that they, and especially their children, spent watching the news. There was an impact on the mental and spiritual health of people from becoming oversaturated with the news that was constantly looping the human tragedy and suffering. Although being adequately informed is necessary, it is possible to give rise to 
unnecessary anxiety as speculation overtakes information during this crisis. Pastoral care at this time might assist people in creating boundaries between facts and speculation. God bless you as you pastor God's people during this critical event. And pastors, here's an addendum. Our network presbytery will be meeting this Monday, March 23rd, via Zoom meetings, by the way, to comply with the recommendations we mentioned a moment ago. Uh, The presbytery will, at that time, be discussing and make some decisions about Summit 2020. On a more positive note, we have some good news to share about a free resource that we have obtained for all Pendel Ministry Network credentialed ministers. Now, we're still working out the final details, but we'll touch base with you this Friday to make this timely resource available to you and your family. Pastors, ministers, God bless you as you continue to care and minister to God's people during this time of crisis.